Nash. Nash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Rainus Yanis. Now, I, I, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I probably am butchering it and he's told me several times on how to say it, but I am damned with this American tongue of mine. So I do apologize if I'm saying your name wrong, Rainus, or I can go Rainus, which I won't do that ever again. I mean, at least on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I might do it to him when we talk again. But uh, anyways, Rainus is an amazing, amazing musician from Riga, Latvia. Uh, and if you don't know where Latvia is, Latvia is on the western border of Russia. <laughs> so, yes, uh, Rainus is very close to the conflict that is going on between Russia and Ukraine, uh, and he has a very unique take on the situation at hand. And uh, you know, wartime is just always awful, and so I'm very, very happy to have uh, this guest on. I'm very happy to have Reynas, who's willing to talk his mind, uh, you know, talk openly about what's going on over there. And um, so we do talk extensively on what exactly is going on from his perspective over there between Russia and Ukraine right now. But we also talk about his latest album, which is absolutely gorgeous. It's called Klea, and I think I'm saying that right. Uh, it's K-L-E-J-A. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I don't know. It, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I have a link directly to that, his website and to the the album so please go down and support click in the show notes click around make sure you're giving Rainus all the love we also are we talk about on the podcast and i'm also promoting here up front the save the children link that's in the show notes it is a charity that where 85 i think it's either 85 or 88 percent of all the proceeds go directly to the cause which is saving the children uh, of ukraine and uh, you may you may or may not know, but the people over there are suffering greatly, and anything helps. So if you can donate, if you can give anything, it, 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 anything helps. It truly does. So please go into the show notes, click on the Save the Children link, and send your donations now. Uh, again, about 85 or 88 percent of the proceeds go directly to the the cause where the other. Uh, 15% goes to charity overhead. Um, I looked into this charity. Rainus looked into this charity. We both agreed that it was a pretty awesome charity to support. Unlike the American Red Cross, where Haiti is still waiting for that hurricane. Or no, what was it? It was earthquake relief fund that they promised so many years ago. So, yeah, um, please go and support the, the people of Ukraine, I, it's just it's just terrible what's happening over there. It's terrible that they have to be caught up in these politicians' wars. And, uh, you know, I, I just I feel for the people over there so much. It, it's just heartbreaking what's going on over there. So please, 
please, please help support and please, please, please support Rainus and his latest album. Um, okay, so Rainus is coming up here shortly, but first go to rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go and check out her Twitch stream where she twitch tweeches. She tweeches. She tweeches. She tweeches. She <laughs> streams on Twitch four days a week, Mondays through Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So go check in on her. It's twitch.tv slash Mystique. You can also find me and my son. We do a co-stream. It's called Saucy Chicken Nugget dot wait that woo saucy chicken nugget with one n let's try that again it's twitch.tv slash saucy chicken nugget with one n we usually stream on the weekend so come on through it's a gaming family friendly stream so everybody can hang out and of course you can find we speak english good on the twitch stream uh mondays and fridays at 12 p.m eastern standard time at least for now (laughs) because I am going through some schedule changes, so that might change here. But for now, it is Mondays and Fridays, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's twitch.tv slash WeSpeakEnglishGood. Come be a part of the conversation. I got to say that I really enjoyed having chat with this conversation because there was a lot of different unique perspectives that we got to explore. And I don't know. I'm really loving the chat. So come be a part of the show. Come be a part of what's going on over here, baby. Okay, that sounded a little forced, Mike. It sounded a little forced. I'm not going to lie. It sounded a little forced. And then you sniffed your snot up into your nose. So (sighs) pro podcaster here, bruh. Uh, What else we got? Go like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, we're on Rumble, we're on all the things. YouTubes, go get us. There's, all the links are in the show notes, of course. You can also subscribe to us on Apple Music or follow us on Spotify. You can subscribe on Twitch and or YouTubes. Please go check it out. If you like the video, if you like the audio portions, go check out the videos. We, we put all the video interviews on the YouTubes and rumbles so please go and check that out it's a it's a damn good time damn good time and if you're feeling froggy and you want to leap uh, and this is a completely free way to support the show you can uh go ahead and leave a review on apple itunes leave a review on apple itunes or anywhere you listen to your podcast where you can leave a review uh leave us a five-star review on spotify they do that now yes so please if you listen to us on spotify please hit that five star if you think we deserve it of course if not you know just keep that shit to yourself all right we don't need your bad vibes around here bro no i'm just kidding rate us how you feel and it's all good but it better be five stars no i'm just playing but it better be five Okay, moving on. If you want to support the show monetarily, please go and check out our Threadless store. It's wespeakenglishgood.threadless.com and check out all of our gear. We have uh, we have merch, we have we have t-shirts, we have mugs. We have it all. Go and check it out, please. It's a good ass time over there. Uh, I, I think that's about it for all the the upfront advertising. Uh, this Friday we have on rapper uh he's a kentucky rapper from uh originally from alaska but he is on the immortal radio dot 
CA label. It's more of that enigmatic stuff. Uh, if you enjoy the enigmatic interview, this is another person who is on his label. And I had a great conversation with him. That will be out on Friday. So tune in for that. And if you uh, want to catch the live stream, we have Doe Jones music on. Doe is an Emmy-nominated spiritual singer. She sings gospel and, and just uh, beyond gospel, she sings uh, just spiritual music, which I'm not judging. We don't judge here. We, we embrace all kinds from all different walks of life. So I'm very excited to get to know her on that level. So if you want to catch the live stream, this Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have Doe Jones music on. Come and get some love. Okay, guys, that's about it out of me. Go ahead and put your hands together for this week's guest, Mr. Reynes. I did it again. Reynes Yanis. Let's go. I'm over here, you know, I'm talking shit, and I have no idea what's really, really going on, you know, what's really happening over there. Um, we're getting so much different propagandized information, you know, misinformation, like we were kind of covering in that intro, you know, there's so much going on. I, I just want to get, what, what, what's the general feel? How are you feeling about this whole situation right now? And, uh, you know, what's going on there between Russia and Ukraine? Well, about my overall feeling about uh, yeah. the, the situation, well, pretty br depressing. Like during the last three weeks, it's like hard to think about anything else expect, except for the war yeah. happening in Ukraine. Well, um, I live in Latvia, which is a safe place, although over here there are also some people who um, would say there is some ten tension in society because there are some some people who also let's say, um, read news uh, uh, in Russian and made by the, um, let's say, those news channels which are um, um, controlled by the Russian state. But, um, but then again, most of the people over here in Latvia, including the, uh, I would like to think that including the Russian-speaking population living in Latvia, they, they, uh, they kind of are in the Ukraine side. And, um, uh, well, we are trying our best to help the refugees coming over. We are organizing concerts to um, raise funds for helping refugees and also helping for people who are experience, experiencing all the, um, all the bad things in Ukraine right now, all, all, all those tragedies, it's just, Hard to imagine. I, I've been traveling to Ukraine. I I do have friends living there, and I think well, many people over here in Latvia have relatives or close friends or just people they know um, living in Ukraine. And it's just like probably one month ago or two months ago, it 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 would have felt. I mean, I wouldn't if somebody would tell me that um, the war is going to escalate it. As much as I did it now, um, I wouldn't believe it. I, I would 
think that no, it's no way. It's like just gonna be like I don't know. But it's also important to remember that that the war didn't really start start three weeks ago. It's been actually happening there since the Crimea occupation and um, um, well about my overall um, feelings about what's what's happening there well it just feels so very unfair that so many people have to die for no reason like I mean of course uh, well I guess some people can um, point finger to those um, um, nationalists in Ukraine, which is definitely not majority, uh, not at all. But uh, then again, well, the question is, uh, there are like little children dying uh, over there. There are like so many innocent people dying over there. And um, I mean, well, the Kremlin army, they are even bombing hospitals, uh, kindergartens, uh, theaters, like just um, for now, it, it just seemed that since they couldn't invade the largest cities as quick as I hoped, and probably they are not even able to invade invite them, um, it just seemed that they are trying to make as much damage for civilians and and to cause as much death as they can. And this is basically a terror. It's not really, uh, well, you, you cannot, I mean, you cannot even call it like, um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just terror made by, made, made to independent country. It's just, um, well, yeah, so that's basically, my opinion about yeah. what's going on over there. Yeah, and and you know, like when you know, I, and like I'm not trying to highlight the the Nazi part of it or the nationalist mm. part because, like Papa Sweet said, that there are nationalists everywhere. There, there's leftover. Yeah, exactly. It's leftover. Like, um, also, but please. Uh, sorry that I interrupted you, no, man. Please. But um, it's like um, if you if one would have to compare how many nationalists or Nazis or whatever, how many of them are, uh, well, people who believe in those ideologies, how many of them live in Ukraine and how many uh, live in Russia? Well, I mean, what I want to say is that there are many nationalists and many Nazis and many, well, those kind of people with shitty ideologies in their heads yeah. living um, everywhere, all over the world, um, well, especially in, well, well, yeah, yeah, all over the world, and it's just um, this um, excuse to bomb Ukraine because there are some Nazis over there. I mean, it doesn't really make. I mean, it doesn't make sense at all. It's just uh, uh, the Russia-controlled state-controlled uh, media that didn't really, they didn't even try to make a good excuse for bombing Ukraine. They just uh, made sure that the propaganda is. Uh, well, that people, well, that many people uh, who probably voted for Putin, that they believe in the propaganda and um, and yeah, it's uh, and also well, some people say that the truth is always somewhere in between. Like uh, some people might say that the truth is some somewhere in between of the Western media and the um, uh, media which are controlled by the Russian state. But um, I wouldn't agree with that because I mean, it kind of. In theory, it probably would make sense, but 
um, even if you if you take a look at the media in USA, of course the the propaganda is another thing. Of course, uh, the, the USA um, uh, well, basically politicians are doing their best to continue to I don't know to to make sure that the prop propaganda machine works well. But um, what I'm trying to say is that uh, in in West and Western world, you you have some media who are let's say left you have also some others who are conservative some others which are liberal and so on and and um and then you have journalists who have like who, who've been studying for many years to become journalists and they do investigative researches and so on and uh, and they work uh, independently from well at least in most cases i would like to think they work independently from the state and but this is not really the case in Russia. There are like so many uh, journalists who moved away from Russia. Also, uh, Medusa and Doge now are operating in in um, Russia. Uh, sorry, they are operating now in Latvia because in the past they were operating in Russia, but now because of the rules they made on independent media and uh, and so on, they um, they decided to move all their stuff and uh, to Latvia and. And yeah, well, sorry, I, I'm talking too long, I guess. <laughs> no, my God, no, that's why you're on here, man. I want to hear what you have to say about this. And, you know, because uh, I always feel like um, artists have uh, sort of a insight into culture and culture and definitely, you know, when when these people are trying to, when these state governments and these state-backed uh, uh, state media corporations are pushing these ideas out there, um, that that is influencing culture and art influence culture. So both are influencing culture in a way to sway information, sway opinion. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like artists have a special and unique uh, uh, um you know, a, a, they have a special and unique relationship to that because of what artists do and how artists influence culture and how artists uh, can can uh, you know take what's going on within their lives and in the in their environment and turn it into something you know something beautiful or something that people can wrap their minds around or, or get a message out you know so I I feel like it's really important to hear from what the artists of these countries are saying. Um, and and yeah, I, I feel what you're saying. It, it's it seems like the Russian government, when you see what they're doing to the protesters, when you're seeing that they're getting um, they're getting uh, um, what is it? They're getting arrested and, and imprisoned for like what 15 years or something, and for just for protesting. Um, and all the independent media, like you referenced, uh, were shut down. And and they and and apparently they're fleeing to the surrounding countries like Poland and Latvia and and uh, and, and, and and you know in the Ukraine and so I, I can see how you know what it, it must be hard to take anything that the Russian side you know of the pro-Russian side is saying right now because they're only ex uh, they're only they're only showing us that they if you if you are in opposition to their narrative in any way that that you will be shut down you will be imprisoned and you will be silenced and um 
yeah, so how can anyone take what they're saying at face value? How can they be like, oh, it's the Nazis, you know? And and, and again, you know, the nationalists are, are a small part of what's going on over there. And so, uh, you know, it, I mean, they're a small part of Ukraine in general. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, it, it's, it's really interesting to hear what you're saying. Uh, what is this? This is A plus journalism. You won't see this on 24-hour news channel. I think you're right, Papa Sweet. I think you're right. I don't think that uh, they're talking to people in this manner. Um, when you, uh, how is, you, you said that you guys are, are organizing, or at least the artists over there are organizing these benefits and stuff. Uh, how are you seeing the artist's response to this or, or you're in your community? I know that you're very well, con- you know, you, you have a big network of friends and uh, musician uh, people that you work with, uh, musician people, artists that you work with out there. So wh- what has been their general response to this as well? Over here in Latvia, uh, musicians and artists are pretty involved in, uh, in those events. Uh, for um, like th- there was, I-, I didn't perform in that event, but there was like quite large um, concert happening right in front of the um, embassy of Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, a concert, and there, there were quite many uh, musicians performing all over Latvia. Some of them would be musicians who would uh, um, use Russian when, when they uh, speak with their family member, members and so on, but, uh, but they are still um, performing uh, to, to show their um, support for the Ukraine. And, uh, and they ra- raised like really a lot of money the, and also this concert was streamed on tv so uh you know well since well we are in, ukraine isn't really a neighboring country but as i told we we do have quite large ukrainian population living in latvia mm. and um many have relatives friends and uh, many people have traveled to, to ukraine and many people do have some um business over there or some colleagues or whatever um and because of that it just feels so very close and also since the history i mean they were also part of ussr uh, so as baltic states so kind of our history also went like in you know let's say in parallel so that's why you can feel an empathy to what's happening well uh you're totally right about the fact though that um uh, let's say probably media well and maybe population in general probably they they would would have done way more to support the refugees from um syria and also to help people from yemen and uh just because it's way more further away i mean well you are from usa uh well I can imagine that uh, things that are happening in Europe uh, seem like very far from you as well. But, but, but still, yeah, I totally agree that people should have done more to help the um, refugees from um, Syria and from many other countries that are uh, well, where war is still going on. Like for now, it seems like um, media are focusing on what's going on in Ukraine. Well, of course, there is there is uh, there. Are, still bad things happening in other countries too it's just uh, i don't know people just doesn't read about that as much and that's that that's 
of course, that's shame, and uh, we, we we should also uh, support the refugees from other countries. And um, um, but but anyway, um, yeah, things that are happening in Ukraine, it's it, it it is just so very close, and also people over here have a feeling that well, if it's happening in if this is if it is possible that this is happening in Ukraine, then uh, there is a probability that uh, it might happen over here where we live too. Although, as you told, Latvia is part of NATO, but still, uh, well, in case if the conflict is going to escalate and if there is really going to be a nuclear nuclear war between the, let's say, Western world and well, not world, but Western. European countries in USA and um, the, and the, and and Russia, then for sure Baltic states are going to be in the front lines. And uh, well, yeah. well, if that will happen, well, yeah, we'll we'll have to think what to do and so on. But uh, but um, but yeah, I guess you got my point. <laughs> yeah. No. Do Do you feel like? Your country, I mean, because you're mentioning something where that I wanted to talk about is the fear of the expansion of the war. And of course, as soon as NATO countries are involved, then that means that we're involved and in, in, in a bunch of European countries are involved as well. And now we're, we're talking about a world war. Um, is there a, a fear of that? Is there any preparation going on in, in Latvia that you know of? Uh, are you guys preparing for a possible expansion if, if Putin decides to, uh, to, to march on to, to Poland and, and, to, and to the Baltic states? You know, Is there a growing fear that that's going to happen or that might happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course there is. Uh, although... There is no panic. I mean, well, in theory, probably this could happen, but I mean, I'm not sure if uh, if uh, Putin's army is so, so very strong to fight in two fronts or even in more fronts. I mean, Russia is big, and they they would have to protect it from all over the country. Mm. Then they would have no enough power to fight in Ukraine for sure. Um, well, people are getting prepared. Like um, many people do, have like um, a little bag prepared where there is a food, uh, like that you can easily cook only with boiled water, and uh, and also some um, uh, um, some medicine and all those little things. Well, first aid. I mean, and um, and uh, and some people are considering what. What would they do if they are, if all of a sudden there would be bombs dropping? Like, because we don't really have like uh, many of those shelters to hide. So, mm. Um, mm, let's say people are worried, but there is no panic. I mean, well, people are just, uh, at least in into my friend circle, people are doing their best to support people in Ukraine. And uh, and personally, I think well probably something could happen over here too but i think it wouldn't happen like very soon i think it would probably happen in, in a decade or so no. it, it it actually also depends from what what's going to happen in ukraine um what's going to be the response from the western countries and, and so on 
Yeah, you you mentioned earlier that you know this isn't something that just popped up overnight. That this wasn't just a three weeks ago Russia decided that hey we're going to march on Ukraine. That this kind of stems back to you know I mean you know in the Ukraine there was a, a lot of upheaval you know especially back in two thousand fourteen. And there's uh, connections to the CIA in America who, who helped sort of uh, usher in a new uh, government there. Um, you know, uh, that, that uh, the encroachment of the West coming onto Russian borders. You also mentioned Crimea. Now, um, you know, there, there's some uh, reporting going on that, that Crimea, that what happened in Crimea was something that was almost welcomed by the population and that there was a huge Russian population there. Um, do, can, you, can you speak on that? Is, to your knowledge, do you, is that something you would agree with or do you think that it was a full on, they marched on them and just took the country back and it was violent? And, and, or, or was there a welcoming, a sense of welcoming there because of the, the Russian population, uh, the high uh, Russian population there? Um, well, how would it say? Um, well, then again, in Crimea, that you, you know that, that there were also quite many of those um, people who are um, that the Muslim population of the Crimea, and they were not really. Um, I mean, those, those people used to live there for centuries, um, and uh, and they were not really welcoming for for for. Russian government to occupy Crimea because they have history of being deported um, in times of the USSR. Oh. And, um, um, well, of course, in the referendum, the results were that many people uh, voted um, for join, well, for joining into, uh, for joining the Russia. But then again, uh, Many of people who would actually support Ukraine, uh, they just didn't didn't participate in the referendum just because, um, well, part of them just fled, or uh, well, just uh, understood that there is there is something weird happening, so they moved away before the violence start starts and so on, and and the other part just didn't participate. They they would, well, you you would say they they boycott. They made a boycott for the this. Funny referendum. Uh, I mean, um, in some point, it reminds about some other times of the history. Like uh, also when when USSR occupied Latvia, um, well, during the Second World War, it was uh, there was also this so-called referendum for joining it. But uh, I mean, well. To have a referendum while there are like soldiers next to a gun, yeah. with a gun next to you, it, it doesn't really make make much sense. And um, although I can imagine that actually many uh, people in in Crimea probably uh, thought that it's a good idea to join Russia. I don't know. I have no idea to be mm -hmm. honest. Uh, you know, this is very complicated topic. It's, I know. Um, I know. And, um, and I it's know. Pre we're, pretty we're, hard. To talk about it, it's um, because, uh, of course, uh, like also in Ukraine, like um, in many cities that that the Russian army is bombing right now, actually, 
majority of civilians they they wouldn't use Ukrainian when they speak to each other, but Russian. Uh, right. But uh, I mean, Russian army they from one hand in media they are propagandizing that uh, we are uh, we are fighting for the Russian speaking rights and so on. Uh, so the Ukrainian Nazis wouldn't kill them for something. But from the other hand, they are killing them by bombing the hospitals right. where. Um, I mean, Kharkiv, uh, as much as I know, like, uh, well, most of the people uh, are actually using Russian in their every, in everyday life over there, but, uh, but well, <laughs> they are just bombing everyone. Um, yeah. Bombs doesn't really um, recognize who is Ukrainian and who is uh, Russian. They are just... Yeah. Um, yeah yeah indiscriminately murder yeah yeah I, I murdering innocent people uh well i mean the reason why and I'm also afraid. about the uh, the cope that they had uh, when they uh, when when the their their previous uh, president yanukovych uh, mm-hmm. uh well he ran away from ukraine to right. um to russia well of course, well, you can you can you can see see that uh, the Western countries, NATO, and so so on. Well, they were kind of involved a bit, but then again, Yanukovych was a, was a dick, uh, <laughs> he, and like really like corrupted the shit. And uh, right, right. And um, I think there were like really good reasons why people went uh, on streets to mm-hmm. dem- to demonstrations and to fight against it. And I think the game changer was when um, people were killed by snipers over there in Kiev. Um, and, um, and yeah, I mean, well, that's on, on, on the, on uh, soldiers start to kill innocent people just because they are demonstrating against him. Well, I personally think that it's probably a good reason for, um, other countries to back up the protesters because, um, well, they had their reasons, and uh, well, right now we can discuss if it if it, if it was too much or if it wasn't enough. I mean, when it comes to CIA and so on, but um, but I remember that there were good good reasons for mm. for for Western countries not to be silent. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and you know when I talk about our country and our involvement, you know we we had a lot of interest to protect as in politicians had a lot of interest to protect too. When you find out that our current president, but then back when, uh, back in 2014, when the upheaval was going on, you know, they were in direct contact with then vice president Joe Biden. Meanwhile, meanwhile, um, you know, meanwhile, his son is operating within these energy companies and uh, you have uh, other American politicians who are very deeply involved in these energy companies. And, uh, you know, there's natural gas deposits under Crimea and Ukraine, which are very valuable, right? Um, so, yeah. you know, there, there's, to me, I always see it as in, like, there's always something more to it than just, like, dude was a dick. Maybe he was, and he was, right? He was, and I'm not trying to say it wasn't. And, you know, the, the, that him probably getting out, it was probably the best thing to happen, um, at that moment. Uh, but, but I always have to look at it from another perspective that, you know, when, when we're interjecting 
and we have, you know, politicians, uh, you know, families and politicians involved in making money there and, and corp different corporate interests, it always raises red flags with me. Um, so that, that, that's, you know, for me, that's why I'm kind of going hard on, on, mm. on my country. And I'm kind of, you know, I, I know that's, you know, neither here or there now, now that we're in the middle of this, but it's still, you know, leading up to where we're at now that did have influence on it. And uh, I guess what I'm saying is that we have some responsibility in what's happening right now as well. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know. Yeah, yeah it, it all makes sense, of course. Yeah, that, uh, that's, that's, that's for sure. Also, the fact that uh, NATO countries got involved in, in into the war, uh, war in uh, Iraq, for example, that's mm -hmm. also something that uh well well i was very pretty quite young but as much as i remember most of the um pop, most of the society over here in latvia were against this war but country got involved into it right anyway and at the end they did, didn't find those um weapons mass of mass. killing weapons and and, yeah. and 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 that stuff well um yeah, and that was us being like Russia now, right? We were going and marching yeah. on another country. Yeah, for pr under and it's not only USA; it's like a right. NATO in general. Right. I mean, well, we are also part of NATO, so uh, let's say I share the responsibility in a way for, for since I paid taxes yeah. um, over here too. But but then, well, when when you have to, um, I mean, still. Um, Yeah, well, it's it, it is pretty hard to compare like uh, who is like who, who was the um, I mean, well, Russia was also involved in man, man, in many of those countries in the past, and uh, yeah, I'm not trying to take away. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Sure, I'm, I'm actually not sure what I'm trying to say now, but, but I, <laughs> okay. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Mm. Well, it, it's just it, you know, like. I'm not trying to take away from the fact of what Russia's doing and what P Putin is doing right now. It, it, you know, I'm not trying to take away from it. It's evil. I don't like I'm against it, you know. But I, I feel like on a world scale that now, you know, uh, you know, everybody's sort of taking their shot at what America has been doing for years. You know what I mean? For years and years. And, and and sort of bringing up the Iraq thing is like we sort of w are went in there under false pretenses and really what was at stake was their resources, their oil reserves and, 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 and whatever else interest that was there at the time. So, um, you know, no one's really no one's hands are clean. You know, what I mean, in this we've all been uh, a part of this sort of imperialistic um, uh, t take on the world. Um, you know, I, I was just doing a little bit of research last night, and and you you mentioned that there are some societal tensions within Latvia. Um, in regards to this, can you kind of expand on what what you meant about the societal tensions that are going on right now? Um, yeah, well, you know, there are some people who, um, who, who well, it, it all depends from. Uh, in which news do you believe in? <laughs> and um, yeah. like, let's say I usually read news in Latvian and also in English. Oh. And and then when I read in English, usually I read like BBC and Guardian. And um, and um, 
And then there are some other people who believe uh, who read news only in Latvian, but let's say um, in in some cases, uh, well, when you if you read news only in Latvian, in some cases, probably the opinion would be a little bit more narrow mm. in a way, just because I mean it's a small country, we don't have that many media and uh, we don't have that many journalists, uh, and that's probably the reason why. You, you cannot read about all opinions. And then there are, there, there is quite large po- group of population who, um, let's say, read news in, um, uh, in media who are, let's say, controlled by the Russian state, such as, well, Russia today. And then also the, well, I mean, uh, most of the people in Latvia do understand Russian and, uh, and so, uh, and and in a way, like believing into the propaganda, which is made made by the Russian state, for some people, I think it is a sort of a protest against uh, the things that are happening in Latvia. Because, um, well, we also ha- have had like quite many problems with corrupted politicians and uh, and all that kind of stuff, and. Um, and then many people believe that the country should should have been way more wealthier than it is right now. The, uh, since the in- independence, like the economy, economy could could have been better. Like uh, Estonia, economically, they are always doing a little bit better than mm. Latvia. And then then some people are pointing to Estonians. Hey, look look where where they are. Why could it, why our government is failing all the time. So for those people who are, let's say, unsatisfied with things that happened in Latvia, um, mainly economically, during the last um, decade, uh, for them it's a sort of protest to read news in in Russian and then to believe into the um, uh, propaganda. Uh, and... Um, and um, and then, of course, there is also this fact that over here there is quite large um, uh, Russian expat uh, population. And um, but then again, there are like m- many of them, especially people in my age. Many of them are actually way more progressive than <laughs> Latvians in my age because they are like let's. Uh, I-, I would like to say like less nationalistic and so on. But then there is another part who are uh, well. Let's say um, the Russian citizens uh, living in Latvia, I think, uh, well, many of them didn't participate in the uh, elections when they were electing the president of Russia. But uh, those who participated, uh, I think like around 80% voted for Putin. So it kind of shows that there is a high um, support for the uh, Russian regime um, within some people. but. Uh, but maybe, um, well, I mean, I wouldn't like to generalize because there are like many uh, people who are against this. And then there is another group of people uh, which I would like to point out. Those are antvaxers, <laughs> and uh, and those those dudes protest for against everything. And uh, and uh, whatever media says, they say no, this is not true. And then they are pointing to, to the Russian media. This here is alternative. I guess this is right. And um, well, there is some co- color, mm, coloration between the 
believing that COVID, COVID is all hoax and just made up and so on, and also believing into the um, uh, propaganda made by the Russian state. Um, I don't know. If, um, yeah. So, so, so because of the pandemic, there's... Uh, there was already tensions within your within your country on. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We have quite large group of anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that you do in um, oh, USA yeah. too, since uh, sometimes I watch Daily Show uh, by Travis. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his second name, but uh, oh, Trevor. Noah. Yeah, and, uh, and then and then and then it's like yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it's really funny to to see all those interviews with the. Uh, so, and it's also funny to see that those guys believe in exactly the same thing. So mm-hmm. it's actually pretty international community. But um, do you think that you know, just sort of <laughs> touching on that a little bit, there is sort of yeah. this worldwide narrative that runs through a lot of countries in regards to that. Um, do you? I'm not trying to be like a conspiracy theorist, but it is very interesting when you have the same. You have the same talking points, uh, whether you're anti-vaxxer or pro-vaxxer, it seems that you have the same talking points that are sort of being distributed around the world, um, and, and it's all happening at the same time. Do you think that's something that's just naturally occurring, or do you think that, that, that there is sort of a narrative that's being pushed out on both sides? Mm, good question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> hey. Yeah, well, um, well, how would say? I think it's just um, yeah. I, I think we could talk about this like uh, super long, and uh, it's just um, and to, to dis- discuss about this like for many many hours, and still wouldn't get to the to a point. But 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 yeah, this is really a good question. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, there's just, you know, there's a lot of talk of when, when there's a lot of times, um, you know, even even uh, so, so, for example, this TikTok thing that the United States is doing, Russia did the same thing. Um, and you, what you'll see is if you line these can, these videos up next to each other and play them all at the same time, they're all saying the same exact um, script, you know, like someone wrote this mm. down for them to read. Right. And so yeah, yeah. you find that a lot over here. And so when you, you'll see that with newscasters all around the country, they'll just line up these videos where they're all saying the same shit. And, it, and, and they literally will line up together almost perfectly. And, and it just sounds like a group of people saying the same thing. Um, and, and so, you know, for, for me, when I see these kinds of things, and when you mention these sort of talking points that the uh, anti-vaxxers are, and, are having over there that, that are the same over here, it kind of leads me to believe that there is something a little bit more going on than just, you know, people, uh, uh, you know, just naturally these thoughts are occurring. I, I feel like these, these ideas are coming from somewhere. And I feel like that, you know, with the internet being a, a, you know, an international community and with people who do have power, who do have sway and who do, uh, you know, who, who do, who can push these narratives, 
they do push these narratives. And, and, and this is not really a conspiracy theory per se, because again, we can see this happening in real time, whether it's the Russian TikTokers saying the same thing, or if it's the American news media saying exact same script, someone somewhere is sending out these ideas and, and uh, it, it almost seems like it's someone is trying to sow uh, dissent or sow uh, a division between people. Um, I, would you agree with that? I mean, or would you agree that uh, at least that, uh, that there is sort of a division that's growing within, uh, uh, well, within your country? Um, and, and is it growing? Yeah. Is it, is it getting worse I, or I is it getting it is. better? Well, when it comes to the anti-vaxxers, um, I mean, well, the world is kind of getting over the pandemic, I think, and well, mm. at least, well, maybe it isn't, but in a way, uh, right now, at least in Latvia, right mm. now, when there is war happening in the neighborhood, pandemic seems just a secondary uh, thing to talk about. It just, um, it just feels like, oh, that was over the, okay, it was like, well, very recently, all the headlines were just uh, all about the pandemic going on and so on. No, it's just uh, people doesn't care about this that much. Although we still wear masks at supermarkets and at concerts, and there are some restrictions how, uh, on how many people can gather and so on. Um, well, when it comes to Latvia, there is one guy uh, like... Um, well, there, there are actually three dudes who are, um, let's say, um, the most famous anti-vaxxers. Mm. And uh, one of them is also selling a thing that he's calling a memory water, which is like a, a water that he keeps uh, in a factory. And then s I'm not sure how it works, but uh, but I guess it works like somebody's like just saying like good things to it and maybe playing some some lovely music to the water and then selling this water to people saying that this is a water who keeps like, um, um, I don't know, a good memory about stuff. And, uh, and then, uh, and then people are paying mo more money for a simple water, which is actually, um, as, as good as a regular tap water. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, um, so I think this guy, is one of those dudes who kind of understands how to make prof profit out of people who are a little bit uneducated and who doesn't really want to be educated about things. Like also when it comes to um, scientific literature or um, also, um, uh, well, journalism, which is based on research and so on, sometimes uh, scientists or journalists, they are using terms which probably are a little bit um, harder to understand uh, if you just want scrolling your phone and just want to get entertained. But mm -hmm. then uh, those anti-vaxxers, they know how to speak with the audience in a way, well, so they would also be entertained. And um, um, so it's also, there, there is something about the communication about things like, um, um, I mean, if you all the time use only scientific language for some people, it just doesn't really work because they are not familiar with the ter terms 
uh, and the, uh, and yeah, with, with the terms that uh, that scientists use and and um and yeah, but then there is another guy who is also making up a lot of videos against uh, the vaccines and so on. I know he's also um, actually I'm, I haven't followed him in a while. Uh, I don't really follow him. He, his videos just sometimes pop up on my Facebook. Mm. Uh, so I'm not sure what, what, what is his opinion about the war. Maybe he's just silent uh, about it. But, uh, but when I watch the videos made by that dude, it just feels to me that he really believes in what he say. I, I really think that uh, in all the spiritual, this uh, esoteric stuff and so on, um, he's really deep into it, and I think he really believes that uh, COVID vaccines will kill us, and that he really believes that 5G is going to kill us as well. And uh, and basically, um, COVID showed up only because of 5G and all all this bullshit. <laughs> okay. And um and um yeah. Because he, I mean, I'm I'm really sure that he believes in it, and and mm. so, um yeah. So I think that there is part of people who just figured out how to make a profit mm. or at least some, well, I think it's for some people, the profit is not even important uh, for them. But what, what is important to have like um, um, many people as, as followers. And so they would mm. have like a, a feeling that they hold some kind of a power in their hands to control them. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think for some people, this is important. That's why they uh, make up this uh, funny um, conspiracy theory propaganda and so on. But um, yeah, and and then I kind of believe that, um, I mean, from one hand, uh, well, before the war in Ukraine started, uh, so. As soon as there were like protests going on uh, anywhere in the Europe, uh, politicians were like, oh, this is Russia, this is because of Russia, this is mm -hmm. because of Russia, Russia did this, and so on. Mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, it, it was very easy to blame stuff on Russia because they are like a bit far and they do messy stuff anyway, mm -hmm. uh, and, and and so on. But, but still, I kind of believe that uh, for the um, Russian government, it is kind of um, useful that uh, this uh, uh, those conspiracy theories are mm. spreading around around the Western uh, Western countries because those people are still going to elections and then they uh, elect like some funny people such as uh, well <laughs> there is an opinion uh, an example yeah. okay that was before the pandemic but still. Um, uh, he, he he was. I think he was pretty big fan of uh, conspiracy theories too, right? The I, Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, Donald Trump. Oh, he yeah, yeah yeah. He was one of the people who pushed uh, the birther movement for Barack Obama. He they were trying yeah, to get yeah. him to show his birth certificate for for uh, for Barack Obama. Um, oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm, yeah, I remember so, this. This so was he, news. Uh, so yeah, so you could definitely say that he was one to push conspiracy theories, and he was definitely one who sowed a lot of division in our country. Um, but the, the 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 matter of him in collusion with Russia has actually been uh, proved to be wrong, it, it, and it's actually proved to be a um, a, a uh, it was sourced from the the Hillary Clinton camp. 
Um, you guys can look it up for yourselves, but it's 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 all come out now that there was no collusion between uh, Russia and Donald Trump. Not that I'm trying to stick up for Donald Trump. I didn't like him. I was against him. I voted against him both elections. And, uh, you know, he he's I, I don't care for him at all. Um, but it, it does seem odd that, um, you know, a lot of people are kind of bringing up this idea that uh, 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 this wouldn't have happened under Donald Trump. And I think I think even did Trevor Noah say that, too? I think Trevor Noah might have said I don't want to put words in his mouth, but there have been people who are just saying, like, you know, Donald Trump was someone that they, uh, you know, if you believe or if you can wrap your head around him not being controlled by Pew- Putin, now I'm going to say Putin, <laughs> but uh, Putin, uh, uh, you know, if, if you can wrap your head around the idea that he wasn't controlled by um, by Putin, um, you know, there was a lot of people who believed that he was respected on a world scale. And I don't know if that's true by other world leaders because he was so unhinged, because he didn't follow protocol because he was so outside of the box of what a conventional politician, especially here in America, was, is that this would have never happened under him. And, uh, you know, he did put in some play, uh, some some policies that sort of stopped some of these pipelines that were going. I mean, because there's a pipeline that's, you know, fun, you know, feeding Germany, which I yeah, think yeah, that's but it's, it's stopped. Uh, right. The they stopped, stopped it. It's, right. Right. And, and, yeah. and poor Germany. You know, we have some international friends here in chat who who are paying a hefty price for for Petro right now um, because that pipeline was shut down. And so. Um, oh, we are. We are. Paying like pretty like um, solid price for, for petrol right now. What, what are you guys paying <laughs> per liter? Um, it is like uh, 1.9 euros. Oh, okay. in dollars it would pro- well it's over two dollars. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. So it's over two point five dollars or so. So what is that? So uh, what was it? One point nine. 1.9 euros is euros. That's, that's that's the going rate right, right now. Um, yeah, 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 pretty much like uh, the mm, petrol is a little bit more expensive than diesel. Well, diesel, I think, is like 1.9, and then the petrol is like almost two yeah. euros. Yeah, so I mean, you guys are probably paying what, like probably like seven dollars a gallon if we're going in gallons so maybe i'm not seven, sure eight. how much gallon is yeah man. yeah yeah no 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 i know it's like 3.85 liters equals a gallon so if it's mm-hmm. so if we were just to say four liters times 1.9 which is you know almost eight um eight euros jesus that would be a lot of money so that would probably be almost closer to like nine dollars a gallon or something but I'm probably wrong, and I'm, it's just my, yeah, but my simple American thing. The thing is thinking. that this pr- price went up like um, during the last three weeks because before that it was like one point four mm-hmm. or something, which is high. And then it right? just uh, yeah, well, it, it is still pretty high, but uh, but then it, it just went up during the last three weeks. Right. It, it went up like quite dramatically, and and some economists expected that it might get up to two point five euros mm-hmm. per liter. Um, some others believe that it's not going to get uh, as high, but but some of them believe that it's not going to get higher than two point five uh, euros per liter. And and this is a, another topic that actually, um, since uh, 
in Russia, the resources are pretty big. They have a lot of gas and uh, well, so, well, many countries, including Germany, they are kind of dependent from the yeah. um, Russian oil. But um, well, we will see how, uh, how how it goes without the Russian oil because still, I think well for 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 the economies it would be too damaging just to boycott the everything that's coming from Russia immediately mm. yeah uh, as much as I know of Germany they want to be independent from Russian oil until the end of this year and you know this is another very heartbreaking thing about this conflict is actually that I mean of course there are many people who back up Putin in Russia mm-hmm. and um, and back up the government and believe in their propaganda. I mean, there are probably still great people to talk with about anything else. They are probably very nice, hospitable people, but they are just brainwashed uh, when it comes to the um, to the things that, that are happening in the world just because the, their only news source is TV and the TV is, you know, controlled by them. Yeah. Um, state um i mean there is there is no there are no like left channel right. or right wing channel or yeah. conservative or liberal it's just that's the channel <laughs> those are news yeah this is the truth like in during the soviet union there was um the main um the main um newspaper was called proud which translates as truth hmm. <laughs> that's that's how it's called this is truth, that, truth. Uh, and it's wow truth. yeah and, and like this is truth believe in this i mean if else. it's named well, truth then it has to be true yeah but uh but my point is that then there are like many people especially in our age like i have friends living in russia and also some of them went away from russia recently and um and I know one guy who actually burned his passport b- because of the things that which are happening in um, in Ukraine. I mean, he bur- burned burned his Russian passport. Wow, and, uh, that's bad. And, um, and so on. Uh, so uh, so there are like many people who are. Uh, I mean, TV is not their only uh, news source, so they actually know what's what's going on. And especially when it comes to. Uh, creative people and artists and punks and hippies and so on. They, I mean, those people uh, know what's going on. They know how to how, how is the life in in other places all over the world because they do travel. But the problem is that um, I think the average voter uh, who backs up Putin, Putin, <laughs> as you say. Um, um, I think the average voter doesn't really travel anywhere far mm. and probably that doesn't really care. Uh, I mean, they, they have probably have low income anyway, so that doesn't really care that much about the economy. Like san- sanctions as soon as they have like some bread and some meat to eat and uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm stereotyping too much, but also bottle of vodka. And, um, <laughs> no, okay, I am stereotyping too much. Sorry hey, about that. Yeah, but, that's, um, all right. that's all right. But um, but 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 there is a big group of people who who doesn't back up what what's going on mm-hmm. in Ukraine right now, and that that stand against uh, all those horrible things. But the problem is that um, in Russia, it's not like it is 
over here, I mm -hmm. believe the same in USA, that you can go to a protest and as soon as you don't, uh, I don't know, occupy Capitoli or do mm -hmm. those things, you can easily go back home like nothing ever happened. But in Russia, well, probably you go back home, but probably you, your face is photographed and then later on you might have like trouble. Well, we saw what happened when Navalny got imprisoned. Uh, there were like huge protests, but soon they got silenced just because yeah. protesters were like, um, um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's complicated. So yeah, that, it's, yeah. It's well, in, there's no easy way out of this. That's for sure. Right, right. So, so there's a lot of uh, Russian descendants that descent people who are leaving Russia. Uh, uh, coming over to these surrounding countries in protest or or just in uh, uh, in sort of a protest against what Russian the Russian uh, their Russian country is doing, um, and, and so you know like I'm I'm wondering do you 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 said you got a large population of Russians in there I mean is is that Russian population that is uh, in Ukraine right now, is there a lot of people who are just sort of, uh, I, I know you said that they're, or they watch a lot of the, the Russian propagandized news, but is there a yeah. lot of people who are stirring up but, Trump? But not, not only them, sorry. It's not, it's not only uh, Russians who watch the media controlled mm -hmm. by, uh, I actually know quite many uh, Latvians who were actually, I don't know, uh, been, when the country got independent from the Soviet Union, they would be also on the barricades and on demonstrations oh. uh, for independence. But but now they are kind of, in their opinion, well, at least a little bit backing up what Putin does. Yeah. And um, so it's it's not it's not those are not only the Russians who do do it. It's it's tension in the society in general about the political issues, and it's not only ethnic thing. Now, is there is there um, do you see the, the the like you know do you see like the anti vaxxers uh, te do they tend to be on the 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 Putin side of the argument? Is that how it tends yeah, to yeah, work yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's uh, I mean, not all of them, of course. Right, right. Brian, who is like a brilliant guitar player, he's a beautiful blues player, and he was like, um, yeah, he. I mean, he still is anti-vaxxer. He still uh, haven't got his shot. He just got sick for a while, and now he's happy that he can play gigs again. <laughs> but, um, um, but, but, but for two years, I mean, for one year, he didn't perform anywhere, and he he was working as a teacher, and he had to quit his job because he didn't want to get his shot, and yeah, and uh, then he started to work in construction work. Um, and, and, and so on. And, and he's like, he was like really anti-vox as fuck, but, but, um, but, uh, when, when it comes to this war, uh, he, he's, he's a, like, uh, in, in, in the Ukraine side because he also have relatives mm. uh, from Ukraine. And, uh, and then I kind of felt that some, some of the, some of his friends who were anti-vaxxers too, they kind of believed, Hey, come on, man. What, what, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, and, and so, so it's also like I wouldn't like to generalize, but no, uh, no, there, no. there is a tendency. Yes, that's that's what I meant. Is is there is there a tendency where the the people who are against the vaccines tend to side also with the 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 invasion of Ukraine? 
yeah. which which you know I I do see some of that here, but you know um, there there are some people who are sort of uh, who are sort of. I don't know. I guess uh, here in America, the general consensus is that we're not happy with what Russia is doing. But then there is a, a group of people who might tend to be on the, against the vaccine that uh, that 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 uh, sympathize with with Putin. And uh, but but for the most part, it's it's just uh, most people are, are ramped up against uh, against what's going on. What what's interesting is is that we're having. For the last couple of years, and especially during the years of that Donald Trump was in office, there was so much anti-American rhetoric uh, going on where we we're a lot of people here uh, as Americans were just so unhappy with America. And it was like, America's terrible. America's not a good place to be. But you're in America and, you know, you're still like uh, you're still you're still prosperity. You're still you're still enjoying the prosperity of being here. Um, you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, I hate America and I hate that this, this and that, but they'll be on their cell phones, you know, talking, you know, they're an anti-capitalist who are on their cell phones who are made by slave labor, you know, in China. Um, and they're talking into, there's just a lot of privileged people here who was talking very badly about America, and now there's sort of this switch that's gone. And and to be an American, you have to stand with Ukraine. And and you know, I'm not against pro-American stuff. I, I I enjoy my country. I like my country. I know that we're in. We do a lot of dirty shit. Uh, I'm not denying any of that. But I do love what 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 it means to to like. I do enjoy that. I can say that you know, fuck Donald Trump. That I could sit here and criticize our sitting president publicly without being dragged off to Siberia. You know what I mean? So even, like even I, in a podcast. Uh, even a podcast. And, and which I've is done... listened by one million people. <laughs> I mean, well not this particular episode, but in general. <laughs> would, would, yeah, I mean, you know, for for you know that that's great and all, but you know, it, it's it, it's still it's just that um you know there it seems to have changed here Whereas if you are anywhere, if you if you speak in favor of uh, Putin in any way, now you're anti-American. Now that's bad. So it, it just seems like they're in here in America that these narratives keep switching back and forth to it, it just to me, it seems like that there is sort of this strange narrative that keeps switching back and forth and where people's ideas keep changing and and goalposts are moved back which maybe uh is not the right um metaphor to use with you but you know idea ideologies change a lot here and and it just seems like sort of going back to this whole idea of this narrative that's going on as the narrative changes, you know, people's opinions change. And now we have this like pro-American, uh, pro-Ukraine thing going on. Um, and, and anything that stands in the way of that is, 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 is you know, not American. And, and you're just, you're Putin's puppet and all this stuff. So like, for me, it, it seems like that um, we're, we're sort of, we're sort of being played by more by powers that be. Now, uh, personally, I wasn't the biggest fan of uh, you know I'm not against the vaccine in any any matter at all, but I was definitely someone who was against the mandates that they were trying to mm. impose and and still are trying to impose uh, on us. 
I, I, I am not anti-vaccine at all. You know, everybody, again, go get vaccinated if that's what you want to do. I'm just someone who, uh, who just, you know, like... It was a very quickly pushed out vaccine, so I can see why people had, you know, doubts. You know what I mean? So, and I'm not, again, I'm not trying to tell anybody not to get vaccinated. Okay, YouTube, I'm not trying to tell anybody not to get vaccinated, YouTube or Twitch. Uh, It's just... (laughs) It's just when you, it's just that the idea is that no one seems to question anything anymore. And that's, that's sort of the problem here is that people are just sort of blindly following these narratives and not really looking into anything really deeper uh, into the situation. They're just sort of taking things as face value. It's like, okay, uh, you know, uh, if, if you voted for Donald Trump, you're a Nazi, racist, white supremacist. Okay, we're going with that. And if you, uh, and if you're anti-vaxxer, you're, you're lower than shit and you're, you're, uh, you're trying to kill my grandma. You know what I mean? You're, you're evil. Uh, you know, there's this dehumanizing, uh, sense to all these terms that are getting thrown around, white supremacist, anti-vaxxer, you know, Trump supporter, uh, uh, you know, Putin's a Putin supporter, you know, like these, 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 uh, these ideas and these, these phrases are, are sort of acting as uh, a way to dehumanize people and to, and, uh, uh, I don't know. It just all comes back to me that it just seems like there is this this want for dissent. I don't know. There's this there's this uh, by powers that be that they they are welcoming this dissent, and that uh, in my opinion, it seems like as we fight amongst each other, the powers that be are sort of doing whatever they want, you know what I mean? And passing policies that were not voted on, uh, you know, especially in a, in a supposed democratic country in which you live in a democratic country, it seems like this dissent is very convenient to, to sort of push through some extreme measures uh, of control. Um, I don't know. Is that something that you're, you, you kind of are recognizing there? And, you know, I, I don't know if I explained myself great, but is that something that you're sort of recognizing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are, you guys you mean, having, yeah. are you guys having, because you were saying that there is corruption in your government and there is, you know, there are people that are having, that, you know, are not benevolent leaders who, are, who have an agenda. Do you, do you, do you suspect that maybe uh, on some level that that might be happening in your country as well? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think so, definitely. Yeah, that, that, that's for sure. Well, you know, it's uh, when, when it comes to exaggerate rating things, that's like as soon as you vote for somebody who is like, let's say, um, right-wing conservative, then you are labeled as Nazi and so on and, 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 and so on. It's, you know, and also, well, when it comes to, in general, when it comes to pandemic or war or any other issue when where people die, especially if you know somebody who died, um, people just become emotional. And, um, yeah. and sometimes, especially when it's on the Internet, people um, are making comments. Um, it just, uh, on the Internet, it's easy to write a comment to somebody who... Uh, disagree with your opinion uh, using like some I don't know 
expressions such as fuck you, you piece of shit and yeah. so on. But and those are things that you would probably wouldn't probably say uh, if you would talk to this person A to I I, I to I. So right. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the way it is. And um, and of course I'm pretty unhappy about some restrictions we, which we had be, because of the COVID. Uh, I mean, well. I'm a musician that couldn't perform, so yeah. um, but I, but you still need to pay bills somehow. Right. So there is a reason to to be um, I don't know concerned about things that your government decide and so on. And then again, the governments. Um, I'm not sure how how very interesting it is for listeners to know like poli- politics of um, political problems of a small country, but uh, in general. Um, the government is like um, that we have is like very um, well. It's basically the coalitions formed by uh, five different political parties uh, with uh, different ideologies. I mean, there there are like uh, conservatives, there are nationalists, and then there are liberals, um, and 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 then there are there is also a populist uh, political party, which which was actually. Um, um, well, many p- people voted for it. It was almost the the first one. But as soon as uh, they actually got in the power to do things, their popularity went down dramatically. And actually, the uh, the political party split up too. Wow. It doesn't exist anymore. But some some people are still getting, um, you know, like um, well, it's yeah. In USA, you have a different political system, but like. Um, uh, the more people vote for your political party, the more uh, money you get from government uh, for like advertisement or paying accountant and so on. Right. So you wouldn't uh, be um, dependent from um, um, from big corporations donating money for you. Right. That that's that's how it works in Latvia and and. Um, but and and then there is a political party which just basically doesn't exist anymore. But some people are still getting paid like uh, quite big money um, wow. for nothing, basically. And um, and um, and and yeah. And so there are. What I'm trying to say is that, that there are like many reasons why many people are unsatisfied with the political. Well. With the political situation that we we had like during the last couple of years, uh, and and uh, since also the communication between the uh, elected government and uh, the society wasn't really very good. It it was more like just orders from the top, like okay, no, the shops are going to be closed. No, um, the small uh, businesses are not going to be allowed to work. I mean, those who are working with people such as haircutters and so on. Mm-hmm. And um, the communication was like really, um, really bad. And uh, because of that, many people who all of a sudden were not able to pay off the rent and um, and all the, I don't know, taxes and, yeah. and stuff, uh, they were just uh, questioning, like, what the hell? Why am I not allowed to work? And, yeah. and maybe that's another reason why those... Um, 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 conspiracy theories spread around so very easily just because people get emotional about uh, 
those topics because they lost their job. They all, all of a sudden they are not uh, able to make a living of something that they like to do the most, as it is for many artists and musicians, as it were, or I don't know, haircutters or um, people who work in a tool shop. And yeah. and yeah, well, um, and yeah, and it's just uh, well. You know, in a way, I'm kind of mm, very tired of living in between of uh, historic moments. <laughs> I would like like history to calm down a little yeah. bit, like uh, uh, so there would be less things happening. Uh, yeah. So we, we, I mean, well, we could just have at least some break between the pandemic and the third world war. So <laughs> we would just, I don't know, for a while go to festivals and enjoy ourselves right. and dance to music and uh, like um, without much worries. But yeah, yeah, well, from the other hand, you're also right about the thing that, well, while we were having like good times still, like th there was war happening, like but just somewhere further away. Um, and, um, and, um, yeah, and it's, but, but yeah, pe people become very emotional when there's something happening like right next to you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what it seems like you're describing is that, uh, in the past few years, there's been sort of this great, uh, there's been a, um, uh, a, a distrust that's been built between the citizens and and the powers that be, because uh, like you're saying, the the communication yeah. was poor, and uh, they 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 would tell you one thing, and then I don't know if you had this happen, but your but the politicians like this happened a lot in the UK, that happened a lot here in the United States, is as we were masked up and told to stay home and we couldn't leave, we saw our politicians out partying with no mask on, just like hanging out, like really doing it huge with celebrities and stuff. I'm not sure if that was in the public eye as much as it was for us or even in the UK. But what it does sound like is that there's this sort of, uh, what, what, what I'm noticing here is that uh, there's this huge distrust that was was uh, created between the citizens, the powers that be, and those corporate interests, uh, especially like uh, a company like Amazon, which you know flourished during this time, and I bet it flourished in Latvia too, uh, if Amazon exists in Latvia. Uh, but but it, but as we're seeing our mom and pop shops close, like you're kind of describing, we saw the hair cutters place shut down, yet, you know, Walmart, which Walmart is a big store here in America, but it's like Walmart and Target and all these huge uh, corporate stores were able to operate ad nauseum while these small shops were forced to close, these restaurants, these music clubs, these historical music clubs were forced to close and never to be reopened again. And, 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 and you know, we just sort of had to sit back and sort of take that. So in a way, we've, uh, we've sort of seen this, uh, you know, we've seen this grow in, in, you know, you mentioned conspiracy theories, these uh, people kind of waking up to uh, these, these powers that's always sort of been in control. And it's always sort of worked like this, but never in our lifetime have we able, been able to see it so clearly. 
at least for some, a lot of people see it clearly, but a lot of people are still, uh, I would say, asleep on it. Uh, but but there there's sort of a mistrust, and with that, a mistrust of our neighbors uh, because, you know, uh, of what the TV or what the internet is telling us is like a mistrust of those anti-vaxxers. You know, there's this mistrust of, of our politicians and Jeff Bezos and his penis rocket, you know, like we... We've yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he flew up in space while the while, while people are yeah. like just, I don't know. While the world's burning, this asshole yeah, is just yeah, yeah. flying up in his dick rocket. So, you know, yeah, yeah. there's this huge, there's this huge mistrust that's been sort of sowed in um, intentionally, I think intentionally and unintentionally maybe, uh, because now we're sort of, uh, <laughs> they've sort of made us dependent on them, right? They've sort of made us dependent on these big corporations. They're making us dependent, more dependent on our government to sort of uh, 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 to, to tell us how we're going to live and what's the next step. You know, like we got like here in America, we're like, what did the CDC say about that? And we got to know what they're saying about that. And then you find out a few months later that they, oh, we got it wrong. Sorry, not sorry. So like, I, I just see that over these past few years, there's just been more and more of a distrust built between us, the powers that be, and even our neighbors, you know. Uh, I, I know I keep kind of going back to this idea of, you know, division, but, like, is that something that you're seeing as well? I mean, what you're describing to me sounds like, you know, your the, the society, your citizens there are, are, are sort of they're sort of sick of these sort of restrictions. They're sick of people sort of, I don't know, not maybe, maybe you guys don't see it as lying to them, but, you know, maybe uh, telling them that their small business no longer can uh, operate or, or, you know, you have to wear a mask over here and that don't really make sense. Like we had to, like in a restaurant, you had to walk through the restaurant with your mask on, but then as soon as you sat down to eat, you could take off your mask and you know, COVID no longer we still, we, spread. We still have it. We still and you have still it, have yeah. it. Yeah, in some parts of the country yeah. here, we're still dealing with that. So there's this all these discrepancies, poor communication, f- numbers that aren't don't make sense. You know, uh, uh, here on CNN, we had a death ticker. You know, like there was a death ticker of 24 hours on CNN, one of our biggest news stations. Well, I don't know about the biggest now. I mean, they've lost a lot of credibility. Again, a lot of distrust. In our uh, our media and our politicians and corporations, but uh, you know, th- there was a death ticker where they're showing just people dying constantly. You know, like uh, the trauma and 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 that that comes from that, and and the, and the the trauma that happened to our children, and the trauma that's happened to everybody. We've all experienced this crazy trauma. Uh, yeah, the death ticker is horrible, Amber. It was just like why no one needed that, but that's what they were giving us. And and the sort of, and again, it seems like that was put there for a reason to keep people sort of in fear of of of, of each other. Of of, I mean, people were afraid to go outside. You know, people were people still wear masks while they're swimming here. You know, there's still people here who are so afraid they're wearing masks. You know, at the beach and stuff, which, you know, if you feel comfortable with that, please do it. I, I'm not saying don't wear your mask, folks. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like you don't need to, you don't need to wear it in the pool, okay? I don't think you need to wear your mask in the pool. I don't know. Is that does that sound like, is that sound like something that's sort of happening in your country as well, 
or maybe I'm just getting it all wrong. I mean, I know America's a fucked up place, so like uh, it's it's, uh, it's weird. You know, here. I think this is something which is happening all over the world. Yeah. Because you know, it's also this disease, this COVID. Right. Although, well, we are having it like since two years, but still, it's it, it, it haven't researched. Um, I mean. It has like quite many variants, and uh, you don't know how to how 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 each of them work. And still, there are like many questions, like how does COVID affect you in long term? Yeah. Um. And 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 so on. And it's just uh, well, actually, nobody really knows what's the right way how to do what. It's yeah. just uh, everybody is just guessing that. Um, well. Well, of course, you can make up like some numbers, like uh, assume that if if in one place on the world people got sick as this fast, then probably it's going to be same over here. And well, anyway, um, it, it is just uh, politicians made quite many mistakes uh, all over the world because uh, well, they made their decisions on information that they had. Yeah. Uh, during that very moment and um, um, in a way maybe just maybe uh, pandemic would have been um, less uh, damaging and less traumatic traumatic if politicians would have um, paid good Gosh. attention to it at the first place yeah um, you're still there I am here. I'm right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, now, this is what I was talking about on CNN. Yeah. Look at this. You can see yeah. sort of a running oh, yeah, picture. Yeah. These, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, these just, are um, death tickers that CNN just had constantly through all their programming. It's just like, oh, look at yeah. this. These are how many people who are dead for, for you know, almost a year and a half. Just these death tickers just going and going and going. So, I mean, it, that, that's very traumatic, you know. I, I think that people are, you know, that, I think that people are sort of feeling uh, feeling this whole pandemic and we're going into this new war and shit. So it's like, I think you're right. I think we need a break. <laughs> I think we need a break from yeah. all this. Well, in either way, I guess, well, people who made this death uh, talk, um, uh, probably, they, well, Gosh. at that very moment, probably they thought that this is a good idea. I don't know. Well, probably they thought that this is, the best way to keep people from actually meeting each other because yeah. uh, that, that was probably the uh, most um, damaging moment of the pandemic yeah. when that was actually a thing to do, just uh, don't meet yeah. as much as... No, I can see the do, reason but, for but, it, um, but it, it still is like something but, um, that, that uh, people, you know, whether it's conscious or subconscious, these are these numbers are all just sort of being burned into our head and and you know yeah. we're fearing uh living in fear uh and and of course you should be cautious but fear is never really the you know i, I don't think fear is really the way forward i mean we being cautious is smart but being afraid all the time is 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 it yeah. leaves you very vulnerable to uh you know any sort of suggestion it leaves you vulnerable for it it makes you desperate for answers it makes you uh desperate for for the solution and then you have people who like whether they're just trying to make money or they're trying to spread their word or trying to get followers on TikTok they offer these sort of half-assed solutions that uh turn out to be you know you know bullshit and it's just there for profit or it's there for 
uh, it's there for followers, it's there for clicks, or maybe for fun, just to, or just or hey, just let's, let's just yeah, probably they just got stoned or drunk or both and whatever they, it is, yeah, let's um, do some funny thing. Like, mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Let's po- let's post this on TikTok and yeah, and see what what happens. Sure. And then some other people are downloading it from TikTok and then sharing around on WhatsApp. I, I got like quite many like funny videos like this on WhatsApp. From people who believe that this is like a thing that you should do, that you should. Um, oh, there, there was something about inhaling the uh, smoke from vodka, and that's that's a like a good way to heal you from yeah, COVID and so you're, on. You're well, giving... I, I totally agree with you that uh, well, at some point this fear um, maybe is, uh, maybe in long term is going to be more damaging damaging than the disease in, in itself. Yeah. Well, we all see how it goes. Um, well, it is definitely damaging for Vladimir Putin because, I mean, well, we've all seen those super long tables. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess he doesn't really meet with people and that's probably why insi- insane things come in his mind just yeah. because he's out of his mind. Yeah. And um, because he haven't met with people, he haven't socialized, only like met like a couple of other politicians mm-hmm. uh, uh, by the long table and then uh, like... What was that? There were like some Russian sports who came back from the Olympics and and they had to keep like a two week quarantine before they meet Putin. Yeah. And uh, so, so uh, well, some people, well, I'm not sure if this is true, but some right. people believe that, that he's also very uh, deep into believing some, um, um, uh, well, all those, um, how do you call those people in, um, English, like uh, not magicians, but those, uh, well, this, like, sword? I don't know, those, those people who, who kind of can predict what's going to happen in the future. Oh, like psychics and stuff? Like and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psychic. And, and, and yeah, and, um, well, maybe those are fake news. I'm mm-hmm. just saying it's only, only right. For, we don't know what's for fun. true. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, but 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 uh, some people believe that that somebody told him that he might uh, die because of COVID, and that's why mm-hmm. he's like so very yeah, you know, no suspicious I, of everyone. And I've I've heard I've heard different things too. Like I've heard that he has a that he has a a disease where he's dying. I've heard that uh, that he was traumatized by COVID, and so like he's just he's kind of gone insane over COVID. In the last couple of years, he's gone insane. You know that 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 reeks of you know propaganda, but still, it's like you know this could be true. This could be true. I mean, we could definitely be dealing with somebody who's sort of lost their mind. I mean, you got to think about where this person comes from, and. You know, he's lost family members in these wars. You know, he was part of the KGB at one time, you know, so like he's he's done his dirt, you know, he's done his dirt and he's done. And and I'm sure, you know, the Russian people have uh, have 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 taken a lot of hits over the years, you know, and there's I don't know, there's this sense, especially when you read Russian literature, there's this sense of uh, uh, I don't know what it, what is it? The sense of a uh, 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 oh, my God, what's the word for it? Um, the, 
uh, uh, sentiment, maybe. Uh, it's uh, it's there's this very oh my god, come on, Mike, why is your brain not working? You know, there's this sort of negative, this real, this real outlook that tends to be a little pessimistic. This uh, this because of how they were sold one thing and and they it never was delivered. You know, like communism was supposed to be this, you know, this this uh, this this thing that was going to free people, but at the end, you know, people were starving and people. So they have this sort of um, golly, I wish. Especially I could... in Ukraine, by the way. Yeah, Ukraine too. That that happened. In yeah, Ukraine? it's it, they, it, that. Uh, well, I'm not sure about the exact numbers, but yeah. they were like. Uh, uh, I think, well, millions of people dying in Ukraine because of the hunger, and um, and um, and and some pe- people believe. Uh, well, some historians believe that this is actually uh, what uh, the Soviet government did on purpose uh, mm. for Ukrainians. And uh, well, there are also some arguments against this, but uh, but but there are like. Historians who believe in this that this this was made by purpose and mm. and 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 there are some politicians who would uh, who would uh, also label this as genocide, but um, during the Soviet time. But uh, but yeah, well, this is another topic. Yeah, that's just uh, an insight that this conflict is uh, well, it has its history and it's way more complicated than just. Something that started just three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, I mean, this is this is years and years and years of of just yeah, yeah, yeah. being beat down and and, uh, and 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 struggling and and uh, you know this this disposition that they this sort of negative realistic dis- disposition. Um, you know, when you when you see Russia, you, you when when you hear older Russians talk who were around for the USSR and they see these people who are on TikTok and with blue jeans and they're just sort of like, this is not, you know, this is not Russia. This is, this is, this is the West. You know, there's this sort of, uh, dislike of the West and, 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 oh man, I wish I could remember the gosh darn word, but you know, there's just, there's this pessimistic, very realistic, uh, dark outlook of the world. And, and because of, you know, the, the trauma and, and the, the history of those countries, you know, they, they have this sort of outlook of, 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 you know, a pessimistic outlook. And, and the West is something that's like, what is going on with that? That yeah. opulence of but, the West. But the, the, there's a funny thing that actually many of those oligarchs and also those, um, those people who are responsible about spreading out the propaganda um, in Russian news and so on. Actually, many of them have properties in the West. Yeah. Like um, Italy and, uh, well, I, I can't blame them. I mean, in Russia, well, except for the um, few cities near the Black Sea, it's like well, quite cold, like yeah. especially win- in winter. And you would like to travel to somewhere where it's yeah. warm and um, yeah. and so on. But, but still, like, um, you could also choose any other place in the world you could travel to well i don't know anywhere but um but but 
they chose Europe. And, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's what ended up happening, right? Like there was a, a, a group of bloated oligarchs who were sort of making all these decisions while everyone was starving. And it's like, uh, how did we get here? And that's one of the outcomes of communism is that like, uh, you know, at first it starts out as this sort of almost altruistic, everything's equal sort of uh, idea. And then it quickly turns into only a few have everything and then you guys have nothing. And, uh, and that, I mean, that's how it works out in, in most of the cases where communism sort of took over, you know. So, so yeah, I, I could see the jaded outlook that, that, that these folks have uh, against us and, and how people could probably get on board with what Putin's saying, especially if he is promising prosperity or promising, you know, a, a better Russia, a bit, you know, expanding the empire, restoring the empire back to uh, what it once was, the glory of the USSR or whatever. Whatever, whatever kind of nonsense that they want to push forward. Um, you know, I, I would like to sort of get into your new album, and I know that's kind of a, a crazy transition, but, like, um, <laughs> we can work our way up to it because we were sort of... Because uh, <laughs> we were sort of talking... Um, you know, during the pandemic, we, we talked at, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, maybe at the beginning more, but like it was deep. We were deep into the pandemic at that point and, and no one, people were still like scared and still like not knowing what's really going on. Um, you know, when did things start lightening up and when were you start, when did you, when were you able to start actually like traveling at least within the country and start booking gigs again? When, how long have you been back to work? Because I, you know, I, I looked at your schedule and, and you do have some, you know, gigs outside of the country now, but, uh, I, I did notice that you're not traveling like you were before the pandemic. So I imagine things are, uh, slowly coming back but how did that unfold slowly how, yeah yeah slowly that's yeah yeah the so so when did you start when were you able to start working again and you know you have guests on this album when were you able to actually like gather in a studio or did you gather in a studio was this done in yeah. a okay so you guys did gather in the studio to get to yeah. record your latest album which can you yeah, say exactly well go ahead yeah, this particular album is actually a live album. It's recorded live. We were all actually in the same space, in a pretty large space, uh, a studio, and um, and, um, and there are also some. There were also some. There are also some microphones which are uh, recording the ambience of the room mm. because all instruments are recorded at the same time. Um, so. Yeah, if you get those room make mics. a mistake, then you do another take. Ah, uh, yes. But actually, well, for each song, we did two takes, and uh, that's it. And then we dubbed mm. some cello parts mm. uh, because we, we have only one cello player, but then you can hear that in some, some places you can hear two cellos. So so we did add some extra cello later on, but but otherwise um, all, all is recorded live, and this is like a live from studio mm. sort of an album. Um, which which is cool, yeah. Um, we made it. It was well. The lockdown was still on, mm -hmm. um, but uh, things are started to, uh, let's say, get they, they were getting easier. And also, I had like a couple of gigs because the lockdown Gosh. was pretty long. So we had like a couple of gigs, uh, or I had like solo gigs, uh, which were. Well, let's say not really uh, 
allowed, but then again, they were not really, uh, well, they were like pretty far from the city in the countryside mm. and there was like a distance between people and so on. So, so uh, let's say like unofficial gigs <laughs> and, yeah. um, or, well, you can, you can call them illegal gigs too, if you want. <laughs> um, cool. um, allegedly, allegedly illegal, mm. allegedly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and um, well, but basically in 2019, I played 250 shows, so and mainly all all over Europe, and also uh, we traveled to New Zealand and so on. And then in 2020, uh, well, me, my and my wife, we booked uh, quite many gigs around Balkans, and uh, uh, which is a, well. I used to tour there, but with my punk band, and that was like eight years ago, but I never performed there with my solo stuff and mm -hmm. uh, with my solo project. So um, so we had like quite many gigs uh, booked over there, but then most, almost all of this tour got cancelled, and uh, which was really a shame because, um, well, we had like high, high hopes on it, and there were like really beautiful gigs planned and so on, and... And yeah, as you told, like uh, I hardly managed to come back to a country. Then I had to sit in a self isolation. Then there was a lockdown. But then all of a sudden, um, it turned out that the situation in Latvia was much better than anywhere else in Europe. So in 2020, the summer summer was pretty good. Uh, I had like quite many gigs in Latvia, uh, and also it was. Uh, well, the borders were locked. There was uh, a bubble between um, Lithuania and Estonia, so mm. I could travel between Lithuania and Estonia too because we, we were like uh, pretty much on the same situation. Uh, the numbers were low. And then things start to get like dramatically bad um, at the end of this year. All mm. of a sudden, there was probably one week or one month when Latvia was actually... Um, by numbers, the in a worst position in the whole world on how many people are infected on uh, every like ten thousand uh, people, and um, so it so, went from like oh, oh, the best to the <laughs> the worst. To the worst, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this transition happened like pretty pretty fast. So yeah. the, so there was lockdown again, and um, during the lockdown, um, uh, well, not much happened. And, but then there was summer again, and uh, the summer was good. And um, I played, uh, well, gigs in Latvia and Lithuania and Estonia. And somehow, during all these pandemic things and, um, well, rules on how many people can gather, how big concerts, well, if you can actually make concerts or not, uh, those rules were way more easier in Estonia and Lithuania. Mm. So in, during some times I had more gigs in, in those countries than in Latvia, just because in Latvia it was not allowed, but oh. over there it was allowed, but then you could still travel e easily between those countries. And, and, um, and then in September last year, um, I had like first like international tour, but mm. it was so hard to book it. It was like the time I invested in booking this tour was probably as much as I would, in the past, I would invest, I, I would be able to book like three month tour 
but the, but but I booked only like one month. And it wasn't even a full month. It was like yeah. three weeks and something. And um, but still, I was really happy to be back on the road. And I I played in um, Denmark, Germany. Uh, it all started because a festival in Germany invited me to perform a northern festival, a beautiful festival. Yeah. And um, and then also I played in Netherlands, Belgium, Poland. Lithuania, of course, on the way back, and 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 no, oh, actually, in two weeks, me, my my wife, and or both daughters, we we actually just bought a van, and we will we will start a van life. We will be heading towards uh, Italy, and um, in Italy there is a cool guitarist, Daniel Mamarella, and he invited me to share stage on some of his shows. So we will make up a duo and he will also travel to latvia during the summer and we'll play some gigs over here too mm. and um and yeah and um and and then i also booked together with my wife we booked like also some shows in poland and uh, germany and czech republic and we'll see how it goes but i hope that we will manage to book something also in austria and mm. or slovenia or hungary and um um so Things are kind of getting better, but but still, it's way more harder to book gigs than it was before the pandemic because, uh, you know, many places doesn't exist uh, that that existed before the pandemic. Many of them are closed down. Some of them are not organizing concerts yet. Then there are also some other places which are booking only the local bands, uh, which is fair because those local bands didn't have like gigs right. during the last. Two, two years so they just uh, prefer to support the local scene which I, well I can understand this and um, so um, so we'll go on a three month trip but I think I well, we've had like only 20 gigs booked so far during this tour but well we will be heading on the tour anyway mm. and we, we have a small baby she's just four months old and uh, so we will take it easy we will yeah. We, we won't have like a five-hour, well, maybe some days we'll have five-hour overdrive too, but uh, but we will limit ourselves to like little drives and spending mm. more time in nature. Oh. And, um, and, um, and yeah, and, and well, we'll see how it goes. Well, if the war starts also over here in Latvia, yeah. uh, well, the, the possibility of this is not very high, I guess, mm. I hope. Right. But um, but but if it happens, I guess uh, I will come back. Well, I I don't know how to shoot a gun or how to fight. And yeah. I mean, uh, I remember like when when I was I was a kid. I'm not sure. Maybe it was like seventh grade or something. We had like a, a fight between the our class and also the other class. Mm. Uh, and the other class was very, those were a little bit older guys, and I was the one who said, "Yeah, let's go to fight with them, those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll beat them up and so on." And then when when they actually showed up after after our classes, when they actually showed up, I was the first one to. <laughs> I just went away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm gonna so, go home, so, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, the fight didn't happen. It was mm. just. Uh, some telling some rude words to each other and, yeah. and, and that's it because but but uh but anyway um if the war would happen i'm not sure if i'd be the right guy to actually hold a gun but mm. but i would i would still um uh, do something uh, i mean well 
you need hands and you need someone to 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 do voluntary work. You need someone who mm. to rescue people. You need someone to I don't know. Um. Mm. Yeah, there's all kinds of roles in in the war effort. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so, 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 so I guess at that case, I would be coming back. But um, yeah. would, would you feel like that that was a patriotic duty to your country to come back and 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 help in the war effort in some kind of way? Oh, well, you know, I'm I'm I consider myself more of a world citizen, so uh, mm. I'm not sure if the patriotic duty is the mm. right uh, way to define it. It it is just more something. Um, it, it it just feels like it's the right thing of the if the things go down in the in the place that you are from like yeah. uh, where your friends live where, where your I don't know relatives live and so on it's just uh, feels it feels like it's the right thing right. to come back home and to help yeah um, it, it, people it, and uh, I I'm not, I don't think it's anything to do with uh, patriotism or uh, any of that kind of things I I think it's just um, and that well, maybe it's a, an instinct to come back and yeah, yeah. Well, no, but, uh, protect the people. We'll, that you love. Yeah. Let's let's hope that that's not yeah. going to happen and that well, things will kind of yeah. become cool. easier yeah. during the last couple of months. Do I you, really hope that um, things will get better in Ukraine. And um, well, for now, we are doing our best to help the refugees and yeah. Yeah, and speaking of the refugees, we do have a link in the in the in the chat if you guys are interested, and if you're listening on the audio version of this podcast, you can look in the 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 show notes, and there's a link for Save the Children, and uh, again, this this organization. Uh, uh, donates 85% or 88% of all of the donations directly to the effort that they're supporting. Uh, so, and they're pretty well vetted and, and, uh, yeah, it's not like the American Red Cross where the, the money never shows up to Haiti, but it's more like, uh, but, but yeah, this is a reputable country. So if you guys are, th- this is called savethechildren.org. And uh, this is in regards to the the people who are suffering over there and the children who are suffering and and, and from this this horrible situation that's going on. Do you feel like that uh, your country shares that sentiment that you do, like that they feel like they would come back, or, or at least feel like they the war effort they they would be involved in the war effort? Um, do you feel like a lot of people share that same uh, that same mentality that you do? I think so, yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, and also, <laughs> Greenwich uh, wrote in here uh, that, that she read that uh, expecting an uptick in COVID cases in the next few weeks because of spring break. Is that something that you heard in Latvia? Because, sorry, because of what? Uh, because of spring break, I guess. Is, is spring break uh, a thing over there? I, 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 the, she just said she just read that, break. so... Spring break is like uh, when the college kids get a little break off of off school, and then they go off and party and do their thing. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Well, to be honest, right now the 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 I think the nom- dominating variant is Omicron, and uh, I'm not sure how 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 is it in USA, but but over here, uh, in, many of my friends, including myself, um, uh, I've been. I've got three shots. Mm-hmm. I mean the booster, uh, the the two regular shots and the booster. Mm-hmm. And then, like probably month or one and a half month after the booster, 
I got sick with COVID, but I think that was Omicron, and it mm. is just uh, spreading so very easily. Uh, yeah. Also, I just had a recording session with two other guitarists. We will uh, release an album soon, like Fingerstyle Trio, mm. uh, and um, and um, other two guys just got sick with Omicron. I didn't because yeah. I got sick with it like a probably like one and a half month ago or so yeah uh and um but uh they both got sick um not not because of me of course but uh yeah. it, it is just spreading around so very right. easily and uh as much as numbers tell people who are vaccinated they um there is a less chance that they will end up in a hospital mm. but uh but still well i wouldn't say that it was easy uh it was um all, all my family, we all got infected. I mean, my wife mm. and both daughters. Um, kids, for, for kids, it was pretty easy. Right. For my wife, it was easier than, than for me. I uh, I kind of, well, for us both, it was like for a while, it was, we, we felt like very sick. Mm. And then all of a sudden, okay, now it's getting all right. And, and then we had a, a glass of wine. And, and then the next day, Say all of a sudden it was just uh, yeah yeah we, we got sick again and then we, and and well what I'm trying to say is that Omicron is is like spreading around so very easily that I'm not even sure if this is an issue to worry about because uh, there is very less chance that people will have to that people will end up in hospital I mean well people still die from it that's right. true but. But people die from other diseases too. So I think it's just uh, other topics. So it's it's time to pay attention to other topics. So. It's time to move on. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. you there. Um, uh, uh, when go <laughs> Oh yeah, does that work? Is it gonna work? Is it gonna work? Oh come on, work. You better work. Oh, you spelled it wrong. It's P F I Z E R. Huh. Yeah, you did. You did. Hold on. I forgot about it. Here, we'll just do it over here. Brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you Fuck by you. Pfizer. <laughs> Pay me. Fuck you. Pay me. Thank you, Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, you know, when you see people, um, can can you see how people who are labeled anti-vaxxer could uh, possibly maybe even validate some of their ideas when you're seeing people who are triple vaccinated get sick and 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 get the disease, I mean, do you, can you see at least a little bit of how people who are maybe not so supportive of the vaccine, how that could have fed more of their doubts? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, sure. it, it, it was uh, really like, uh, weird when, when I when I when I got sick. Uh, I, I also felt like, hey, this is really happened like uh what for did, did i got my shot then <laughs> yeah my booster shot i mean because it happened like one month after the booster and, right. well still it's like uh they say that um that because of the booster if, if you, you you get like it in a weaker form but mm. uh, but you don't really know for sure i mean nobody really knows everybody's just guessing and well right. that's probably also what numbers show um because I think most of people who die of COVID nowadays are those who didn't yeah. didn't get their shots. But but uh, but 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 yeah. Well, actually, also been before the Omicron. Um, 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 well, 
those people who were against the vaccination, uh, they had also some good points, of course, here too, like um, like about the big pharma, like uh, like you just showed Pfizer, Pfizer just paying in. And, uh, I mean, the the big pharma business. Uh, I mean, this they they do shady stuff like um. Well, I don't want to spread around the misinformation, but I think it was uh, AstraZeneca who uh, uh, who made a contract with European Union uh, about certain amount of uh, vaccines, and then they tried to uh, secretly smuggle out some other uh, to some other countries. And well, it was long ago, but still, like that's not that long. Not you, that long you, ago. You, yeah, actually, it's just, I don't know what, like one year ago, it, it feels like forever, man. It's yeah. like, a, it's, it's been like two years of pandemic, but it felt like, it feels like um, yeah, ages ago when when things were just easy and you could go out uh, yeah. anywhere you want without worrying if you have your face mask with right. you and, uh, and your phone is fully charged so you could um, present your... QR code, but <laughs> scan me, please. Scan me, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that that's a little weird too, huh? Um, yeah, I have a would you rather that uh, Saucy requested last time, so I'm gonna get a would you rather, and um, and this is just a it's a game called Would You Rather, but this is filthy edition. It's you know so so filthy. It's filthy. Would you rather? So I gotta get this in for Saucy, or else he'll never let me hear it down. So, uh, okay. So would you rather? Have your gums repeatedly scraped by a dentist or watch an entire marathon of Dane Cook stand-up specials? I don't know if you know who Dane Cook is. No, I don't know. I know. Okay, never mind. Let's, can... not, let's, not, let's do a different one. <laughs> That's not a good one. That's not a good one. That one sucked. Let me see if I can find... Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what's erroneous? Erogenous? What's that mean? What's erogenous? Uh, that, that was not good. In, oh, oh, gums all day for me. <laughs> Stop. I would rather watch. I, I hate the dentist. Um, hold on. Let me let me dig a little more. I, I want to get a good one for you because this is because this is because this is important. This is where the real work gets done, folks. <laughs> all right. Um, oh my God. Oh, God. Uh, okay, this one's actually not bad. Would you rather fake your own death, never to see friends and family again, or fake your own orgasms for the rest of your life? So, <laughs> which um, one? This is, I'm telling you, we're doing the real work now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can easily fake my orgasms. That's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm sweet with it. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I, I mean, well, um, I love my family, and like I love you know. faking my my family, my, my death. Like, what what for? Then I would have to start everything from the beginning and uh, afterward. Uh, yeah, I, I will rather just fake my orgasm. That's. I think that's, that's fair. Right. I think I was just yeah, about yeah, to yeah. ask him the same. <laughs> you know what, guys? We speak English good for a reason. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm looking it up, you guys. Uh, do you know what erogenous means? No. Yeah, see? Oh, you're asking people. <laughs> no, I'm asking you. They're asking me if I know what it means, and, and I don't. Uh, erogenous. It means uh, sensitive to sexual stimulation. So, oh, okay, so the erogenous zone. 
I think faking my own death could be interesting. I already fake organs, <laughs> orgasms. Oh, pizza. That's a good one. Uh, that's that's sad. That's sad, uh, pizza. But that you know, do what you do. Uh, I know sometimes uh, people. Uh, I have friends who uh, who are medicated and they and they can't have orgasms because they're um, uh, just because the medication doesn't allow that. So they can still like have sex, but they can never orgasm because they're on some like heavy. Heavy, you know, antidepressants and stuff. So, I mean, there are people out there that, uh, you know, who, who can't help it. And it's, and you know, I'm not trying to shit on anybody, of course. Uh, you know, I love all y'all. Love all y'all babies. Uh, um, so, yeah. I, so, sort of kind of wrapping up. Um, your The new album, how do you say it, bro? Like, how, how do you say it? Because I, I know I've just been ruining everything uh, yeah, my just, bad just, just imagine if uh, instead of J, you would uh, say Y. Okay, so Clea. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and it translates as wandering, wandering, wandering. Like you know, like uh, just traveling around or oh, wandering, around, wandering, just, but yeah. without like um, any like a uh, particular destination in my in your mind. That's dope, and 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 because there are some. Um, because there are some different sounding, you know, not different sounding, but there are, when you listen to the album as a whole, you know, there's some stuff like at the beginning that sounds like some traditional, I don't know if it's traditional Latvian, but like it sounds some like real traditional shit. And then you have some stuff that more teeters on to where, you know, where you live in the the realm of, of, of production and the realm of writing where you live in. Uh, uh, so is that sort of... Uh, is that the idea then you were sort of going for these different feels and you're just sort of wandering around, uh, you know, different yeah, kind, spaces? Kind of, yeah, exactly. You got, you, you got the idea. It's just uh, I'm not really trying to imitate like uh, any traditional music. It's just, mm. well, uh, sometimes I like to use some scales, which mm. are also used by used in some, let's say, um, traditional music. Mm. But um other than that, this is more just uh, me wandering around, <laughs> um, and um, also like um, some um, travel memories too. Like under the hot sun, for example, is about time when me and friend of mine we um, well we both um, finished uh, our exams, and then we both during that time worked as a guitar teachers and and then the summer vacation started which which is like um basically two months long mm. um but uh for it was for us it was three months long and uh and then we were just in a bar drinking like there is no tomorrow and then we decided to hitchhike to africa and then the other uh, other people told ha oh, ha you're drunk you're not gonna make it anywhere and then we just start doing it like we went out from the bar and uh and we started to hitchhike then we got like to my friend's parents place as much as i remember if i'm not mixing up like troubles but um over there i think we picked up guitars and some bags and some other stuff and then we just hitchhiked further on and and um and after a couple of weeks we we ended up in morocco and then west sahara and uh, we had like a good hitchhiking trip over there also in the bloody desert and um basically that's what the song is about and so wait um, you ended up making it to africa yeah 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 but i mean well <laughs> well yeah maybe it sounds like uh that's like um if if i say like we made it to africa well that 
that this it is true, but but still, we didn't really got like very far. I mean, well, mm. we didn't made it to Ghana or anything. We we just made it to West Sahara, but but it's still like a um, pretty long way to go from Riga and. Um, yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. <laughs> just I, on actually, a drunken whim. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Map, you do something better than what you're doing now. Uh, wow, I mean, like, look at, look at, I mean, that's what, where, what route did you take? Um, get out of here, I don't want to see this. Oh, well, I just ruined that. Oh, wow, okay, good job, Mike. Really killing it out here, Mike. Golly. <laughs> uh, so, okay, whenever it decides. So, but basically, with Sahara, like the, the. There we go. There we go. Uh, oh, okay. So. No, uh, no, no. That's uh, something. Uh, did you go, that, so you went. That's not the right way. Can you can you type because you have like a Africa typed in over, over there? <laughs> yeah, like right. A, that's a continent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's uh, West West Sahara or Western Sahara or West. How do you even spell Sahara? Sahara. Oh, I see. Yeah, Western Sahara. We'll just go with that, and then we'll put in Riga. Uh. Yeah. Oh, but it's uh, right now it's Morocco and something. Uh, but but I mean the Western Sahara, which is below the, the Morocco. I mean, so yeah, yeah, yeah that, that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so I mean that's and, still and then a f- we, oh. and and then we uh, so even for first we were we actually got to Mauritania. But um, but we didn't spend like some health issues and uh, and and stuff. So so, the, so how did you get? After we started to travel back. Oh, so you guys hitchhiked back too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> of course, of course, we hitchhiked back from Africa back to fucking Riga. Holy shit, dude! That is so yeah. wild, man. That is so wild. And, and just just on a whim, you're just going like, "Eh, we're just gonna go." I mean, it's a fifty hour drive. Uh, you know, that's that's yeah. a pretty long drive still, but still, it's like it took you two weeks to get down there. Mm, not. Two weeks, I think it was like um, a bit more because in, on a way, well, in in the past I was very involved in couch surfing. Mm. Um, ah. I'm not really, um, I'm I'm not really spending much time in couch surfing. I mean, last time I, when I logged in couch surfing was, well, I don't know, maybe five years ago or so. Mm. But uh, in the past I was very active in couch surfing. I had like many guests from all over the world coming over to Riga. Um, and, um, and, and yeah, and then when we start to travel, I just, uh, try to visit those people who stayed with me. Yeah. Uh, and, um, some, some of them, um, were uncontactable, but, uh, <laughs> some others were like super welcoming. We, we, uh, some of them, we are still getting in touch and, uh, and, um, and well, basically we are friends now, like mm. with people from Germany, France, like well, actually many places, yeah. um, all over Europe and um, and some people also outside Europe and thanks to Couchsurfing and um and yeah so we visited those people and uh, and then sometimes if they because we were playing on streets and if that 
went good and we stayed a bit longer in a particular city or if we made some random people uh, made friends with some random people then we uh spent more time with them uh i don't know um i love that dude partying and so on and um that, that was really beautiful part of my life right now um uh, yeah, right now, right now it's just different kind of traveling because I have family and uh, right. so we are, uh, and it's music related. It's like um, I try to book as many gigs as I can, and also, well, in a reasonable distance, of course, so it wouldn't be too hard drives. But, um, but yeah, my wife is actually looking, staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, why don't we take that as a sign that she wants to hang out with you and 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 she's you by Pfizer. Oop. Fuck you. Pay me. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean for that to go up, but uh, Ryanus, thank you so much for coming on the show. I had such a, a wonderful time talking to you. Um, yeah, it was you. really great to talk with you, man. Yeah. It's also really cool to hear opinions about things that are happening in the world from somebody who is living on the other side of the pond so, absolutely absolutely um, that i mean that's the whole thing here man and and that's what i love yeah. about this conversation is that you know there was to see the similarities and see the differences and seeing you know what you know it, it's just really interesting and and um I, I learned a lot man so i really do appreciate you coming on here and being so open to talk about it and you know those that list of friends you sent me i'm so appreciative of that and i'll be reaching out to them and and doing something similar so I, I I really really appreciate what you did. <laughs> Thank you, mighty mighty, for gifts of a Nard villain. I appreciate you very much. Uh, everybody, give a round of applause to Arenas, Yanis, Yanis, and we will be in contact, sir, about the the uh, about the audio release of this and. Uh, Again, thank you so much. Everybody, give them some love. Everybody, go give them some love. Thank you, man. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. I'll see you, talk man. To much Rainers. i really really appreciate you coming on the show again and sharing your truths sharing your perspective with us uh, on what's going on over there and the ukraine um and russia of course also please go and show some support to Rainus, and you can go to his website which is r-e-i-n-i-s j-a-u-n-a-i-s Com. And also, he has all his social medias and, and his latest album, which you can find in the show notes right now, is called... Um, let me look at it again because I, I just... I can't... Okay, Clea. 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 I think that's how you say it. I think it's Clea. So go and check that stuff out. Uh, it's a beautiful album. And of course, that link is in the show notes. So please go support. Please also support the charity that's listed in the show notes. It is Save the Children. Uh, it's, it's Save the Children of Ukraine. The link is in the show notes. Please donate whatever you can. Again, 85% of the proceeds go directly to the cause. And the other 15%, of course, goes to the charity overhead. So please do 
go support the folks over in the Ukraine who are suffering at the hands of these fucking politicians, man. So, um, uh, that it just drives me nuts. I can't, I can't take it. I, I, I can't stand when politicians put the uh, our youth on the line for their petty little fucking egos, and ugh, it, it drives me crazy. But that's the world we live in. So, do what you can, give what you can, and um, yeah. That, and that's and that's that I, I appreciate everyone for tuning in this week again we have doe jones music on the live stream this friday at 12 p.m eastern standard time doe jones is an grammy i was gonna say emmy but she's a grammy award winning or i'm sorry grammy nominated singer songwriter uh she sings the spiritual music um, she's just fantastic, a huge, huge, huge talent, and I am so excited to chat it up with her. So please come on through to the live stream, twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good, this Friday, uh, the 25th, March 25th, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, guys, that is enough out of me. I will talk to y'all next this Friday with our guest Obsolete. So be on the lookout in your podcast feed for Obsolete. All right, friends, be good to your fellow human beings. H is for everybody. Bye bye.